0: heavy track today.
1: Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker
2: vibes.
0: I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab.
2: We're on. What are you really gambling with? On the extended three hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. On this Thursday we are racing at Geelong, It's a good track. The rail is in the true position and Warren Huntley's the man to find us all our Thursday winners. Good morning, Warren. Morning, Michael. Uh, We love playing at Geelong usually. What do you make of today's meeting?
1: I quite like it. Uh, Rail back to the true as you referenced. Uh, I've got a feeling on an improving good four that we could see horses on speed advantage to some extent, but uh, I quite like the card.
2: OK, lovely. Before we get into the tips, I've got a giveaway because it's not Christmas without a succulent bataki ham. And uh, the first caller through today on one three hundred six five two nine two seven will win a succulent bataki easy-cut boneless mini-leg ham to enjoy. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. We can't give these... Highly valued hams away for nothing. So a little earlier this morning, we spoke to Annabelle Neesham. Of course, she trains the champion, Zaki. But I want you to tell us who she thinks is her best chance at Ballarat. There's only two runners. They're both in the last race. Which one did she have a leaning to? And if you could be the first person through to tell our very, very, um, intrigued producer who's wondering himself Now what the answer is to that uh, You will win the Pataki Ham I'll give you a clue uh, off air uh, Howie um, Just have a look at the last race at Ballarat And then have a look at the market uh, Let's get into the first race uh, At Geelong today And it is at one thirty. It's a two year old maiden And in that race the tab app has stuck. So let me open it up. Here we go. Um, we've got one scratching takeout, number three. Occult is the first starter from the Cummings Stable at $2.50, which is the favourite. Outside of that, Cavity Bay, $4.60. Night colors four twenty, And then you can go out to number two at $6.50. Who you got on top here, Warren?
1: I've got number six Night Colours, Michael, but only one of these horses has got race experience, and that's Regimental Lass, who's backing up from a run, at Caulfield last week at stakes level in the Mercen Cooper. So plenty to learn from the other first starters. But I love the recent trial of number six, Night Colours. She was able to get herself into a spot probably as positive as you see a, a Paddy Payne horse trial. And I thought ran nicely through the line. So I thought she was... Uh, she certainly looks to me in a race where there's plenty to learn. A touch over the odds, six Night Colours. He a four, Cavity Bay, who was given a solid hit out in a recent jump out sitting outside the speed. Occults jumped out nicely at the uh, the Flemington jumpouts for the Godolphin operation and, and looks ready to go to the races and run well and probably going to settle a little bit off the speed but as I said we'll learn a lot about their racing patterns. I thought number two, Twang, had uh, had trolled up nicely but I would expect wouldn't be part of the speed but will be strong late.
2: Six four one two. Six four one and two in the first at Geelong. Race number two uh, is over eleven 1, hundred metres. In this race, we can scratch number four. Uh, the favourite here is Expose from the Hawk Stable. Jai McNeil rides. It's the two dollar twenty five favourite. Others in the market uh, go down to Stealth of Night, a debutant from the Hayes Stable at three dollars fifty, and the Reluctant Star is the other one under double figure odds at six dollars.
1: I think the first starters can play a real role here, numbers nine and ten. I'm particularly impressed with what I've seen, a couple of jump outs from number nine, the Reluctant Star, capable of taking advantage of a low draw, and uh, one for, for Tommy Conlon on debut, and looks a nice horse for the stable. Nine for me ahead of ten, Stealth of knight, who jumped out nicely, showed some good acceleration in the jump out of Clemington recently when they, they straightened up in that short run home on those inner tracks. Three Irish consorts, an interesting runner. I think a a jump out between runs indicates Irish consorts going to roll forward here and give a real sight. And I thought Expose had trialled up okay. The form through the racing preparation is solid enough. Looks under the odds to me, but one of the chances. 9-10-3-1.
2: Nine, ten, three and one in race number two at Geelong. Race number three, uh, a maiden over 1,200. The market here, uh, before that, I'll give you the scratchings. Five, seven and 13 come out. Runaway statement is the favourite. Zach Spain for Philip Stokes. Uh, how much have we got deductions? We well, Yeah, we got 25 cents and 6 cents, so 31 cents deductions. This opened up at $14, and it is now the $3.30 favourite. Others, under double-figure odds. New Zoo, $5, uh, $3.74 corrupted. And then we can go down to uh, Cinepia at $9. Um, so Runaway Statement's the favourite here. Warren, who have you got on top?
1: Yeah, I've got Runaway Statement on top. I, I thought I might have had her as a bit of value in this race, but... That value certainly diminished, but she comes through a good race at Packenham behind Extremely Rowdy. Obviously, Extremely Rowdy's made that form look good, and there's good form coming out of that race, and she was a good run on that occasion. There's been a few options to get her to the races subsequent. to that, I've settled on this option. Blinkers go on for the first time. can understand the support there. 11 hit nine. New Zoo, who ran well on debut, has been back to the jump-outs since and performed nicely. Too Corrupted, I think, is the other key winning hope, was really strong to the line on debut at 1,100 metres. At A step up to 1,200 metres here looks suitable. And 14-so boutique, I think, will push forward from that draw, looks to be part of the speed, might be able to give a sight, but I think there'll be a few that are a touch stronger late. 11, 9, 2, 14.
2: 11, 9, 2 and 14 in race number three. Race number four is a maiden over 1,300 metres. In this race, the scratchings are 1, 7, 17, 18. Adam Crenton and our race call is very keen on uh, Lou. It's at $2.60. Others in the market, as we scroll down the field, made in Dubai from the Moody Coleman Yard at $4.20 and the Man's Man at $7.
1: I think the market's identified the key winning hopes and hopefully for Scotty Cameron and Connections today, today for LOU, who has run well the two times that he's been to the races and, as has outlined, had been a a late scratching at Titan at a meeting, Recently, no doubt fitter for the most recent run. Looks a good option from a low draw, can take advantage of that. Two hitter, 14 made in Dubai. She ended up back in the field, was doing some ducking and weaving, but ran well last start. She'll strip fitter third up. And I like the way that number 16, the man's man, has been trialling up to resume. We saw Regal Vow this time last week come out of a jump out at Pakenham and win impressively for Charlotte Littlefield. And this horse went well in that same jump out, gets the winkers on here for the first up run. And Sacred Ted's jumped out nicely for the debut for the Simon Zara stable. Looks to be a horse with a, a good cruising speed. 2, 14, 16 and 12.
2: 2, 14, 16 and 12. So hopefully, uh, Ellie, you can do the job and we can build the bank because it is the race before the quaddy. So we're four down at Geelong. Uh, we'll take a break and come back with the Quaddy after this. on RSN 927's Racing Polls, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview. Uh, we're about to have a chat to Nigel Blackiston, who's got a couple of runners today at Geelong, the first of which comes up in race number five, which is the first leg of the Quaddy. Good morning, Nigel good morning michael uh great to get you on to have a chat about your runners today frost yourself goes around in race number five number three this is the the grey mare by frosted who certainly drops back a fair bit in class from the greys race over cup week she did and
0: she didn't have much luck there either michael um she went for a run um, that closed there very quickly and uh Craig Newitt, his mount, and his left hand whip action caught her over the head twice as well. So she didn't appreciate that too much. She's in good order, and you say back in grade blinkers go on just to get keep her focused a bit more hopefully. And uh, the smaller field now should be a nice race for
2: her. Yeah, she's drawn well. So you're confident at eight dollars fifty?
0: I'm confident that she'll run very well.
2: In race number eight, you've got Think I'm Famous, Blake McDougall in the saddle uh, again. There, this is an eight dollar fifty chance as well over seventeen hundred meters. Had been racing really well. Uh, was there an excuse last start at Pakenham?
0: Yes, we um, travelled down on our thirty-five degrees day. Got as hot as it was supposed to be predicted. Um, we got caught in traffic. It ended up being a nightmare in a marathon to get there. And a lot of horses performed very poorly that night. I'm not sure of the, I mean remember Terry Bailey so I think this place is cursed tonight. Um, a lot of horses that were fancied ran poor. So I put a line through that run. She's in good order. Back in grade a little bit in distance. I think she's better over two thousand, but a big spacious track of Geelong, certainly the suit her.
2: All right. So it sounds like we could have two that we play each way at good prices.
0: They definitely got a great chance doing the right races and they certainly got the ability to perform well.
2: Anything else this week that you like?
0: Um, got a little horse called Tenace kicking off at stall on Saturday.
2: All right, that is race number six. Tenace will keep an eye on it as well. Good luck over the weekend, Nigel. Thanks, Michael. Cheers for the time. Tenace race six number one at stall on Saturday. Uh first leg of the Quaddy. As we go through the scratchings, we can take out two, four, five, six, and twelve, which means it is a reasonably small field for the first leg of the Quaddy. Nystrom from the Beg stable is the three dollar seventy favourite. Fine Rebel five fifty. Tornado Rogues at five dollars. Uh Miss Tightline at four dollars eighty. And then Frost yourself eight fifty, given a chance to miss Keeler at five dollars. So uh, after all that, there's only one runner, which is $10 or more, and that's uh, an $11 chance, Natina. So do we do the F word in this first leg of the Quaddy?
1: Well, you could, Michael. It's the widest leg of the quaddie for me. I'm putting five numbers in, and I thought Miss Keela ran well first up. She will get out over further as this campaign unfolds, and she only goes from 1200 to 1300 But she's capable of taking advantage of a better draw and sitting a bit closer in the run, and you could man a case to say she was a touch unlucky first up, should have finished a bit closer at decent odds, and I think we can uh, we can play her as, as a value bet. Number one, Miss Keeler, nine fine rebel or strip fitter, uh, was solid on the speed last start, just perhaps a touch vulnerable late. That's coming through the same race as Miss Keeler, and I think fine rebel will be able to roll forward and, and perhaps maintain a gallop for a little bit longer, including seven, Miss Tightline, who flies under the radar to some extent for the relatively small stable but she continues to race well she was good last start in, in the last race at moonee valley at night and her overall form has just been terrific this preparation 11 anita she was big odds when she won with the blinkers going on last start but she won well the nystrom's the real query runner first run for, for the graham Beggs stable after crossing from new zealand looks a, a strong bold sort of girl and uh, the recent jump out was encouraging I think has to go in, you could easily extend it to the field, I wasn't too sure how to line up, frost yourself coming back in distance with the blinkers on but Nigel certainly giving her a push One nine seven eleven for me
2: One nine seven and 11 in the first leg the toughest leg of the quad. race number 6 is a benchmark 58 over 1100 metres, take out 11, 13 and 14 uh, Huey is the odds on favourite $1.95 uh, next best in the market is Don't Change at $6.654 degree of difficulty.
1: Want some insurance with Huey, who had been building to that maiden win last start. I, I thought he was a touch under the odds on that occasion, but he absorbed some pressure, he kicked and he won well. So maybe he's just raced himself into peak fitness and he's got a really good racing style to put himself on speed and uh, and give a sight. And I don't think that'll be any disadvantage today. Seven degree of difficulty, got the the right run, to score last start, but there was merit in the run leading into that. Looks to have come back in, in good order. Maps for a really good run from that draw, I think, has to go in the quaddy, As does for me, number six, Thunder Park. I like the recent jump out. Looks to be coming to hand well. Gets the claim here for Ryan Houston, who knows the Pruska horses so well. Next best for me, number three, Infinite Matrix, who won an easier race last start, but will roll forward, make his own luck. Four seven six three.
2: Four seven six and 3 in race number 6. Race number 7, uh, this is a benchmark 64 over 1,500 metres. The scratchings here are 2, 4, 6, 9 and 10. A uh, few chances here, even though we've got a short price favourite, Telequa from the Price Kent Jr. stable. First up today is $2. Had touched odds on a few hours ago, now back out to even money. Others in the market, Cyclone Harmony, who we heard earlier from Don Harley at the tab, had been very well backed into $4.40. Armalite at $7. Sycamore also in the market at five fifty. as is Mutessa at uh, $8.50. So a uh, very firm favourite here, but a few are being back to beat it.
1: I want a little bit of insurance, Michael, but I'm with uh, the favourite here in Taliqua. I mean, she just doesn't run poorly and the Stable don't really waste runs with her. She's effective first up, she's trialled up well, I think she's got the ability to progress on to better races as long as she can sustain an extended preparation and uh, I think if she's ready to go to the races with the tongue-tie on, Stable are happy to take her there, then I'm happy to back them in because I think she's got the talent to be winning in better races than this. I can understand the support for Cyclone Harmony. Looks the main danger. Trolled up well going into this campaign. Ran well first up. Will strip fitter. Five and a bit lengths behind Plenty of Ammo. Reads pretty well after what Plenty of Ammo was able to do at Sandown yesterday. Armalite was good winning first up. It was a bit of a surprise from a market perspective, but was really strong through the line there. And I think... Might be next best. 11, Sycamore will strip fitter for one run. Back from a spell could get every chance from that inside draw. 5, 7, 8, 11.
2: 5, 7, 8 and 11. Would you be happy to take $2, Talaquara? Do you think um, it'll be likely to get out in the market?
1: Gee, we might be better to wait because the Gallagotas boys have been really hitting the mark lately. (laughs) They've been getting some horses up at decent odds when they're backed in. So they've got plenty to play with. If Cyclone Harmony... Continues to trim in, we might get better odds about Telico. But I thought somewhere around about two dollars to two forty or so was about the right price for her.
2: All right, race number eight is the last. It's a benchmark sixty-four over seventeen hundred, and it's due to jump at five o'clock. And we can scratch eight and ten. Uh, Aramaco is the favourite. Another one from the Kent, and price stable two dollars sixty. Mares. Good winner last start at $3 and has been a little easy in the market after opening up favourite. Uh, Then we go out to around about $8.50 for Think I'm Famous and by any other name, $8. So there's been a a flip in the market here uh, with Mares originally opening up favourite. It's now been usurped by um, Aramco and uh, it's into $2.60. So uh, have you got this pretty much down to a a two-horse race?
1: I'm going to include Diplomat Jack, who I thought was uh, was probably luckless last start as well in, in the quaddy and a potential blowout. But I struggled to split the two horses that have been fighting out favouritism, numbers five and six. It was a slowly run race. Virtually had a picnic in front, Mares last week, so not surprised that stable have been able to back him up in the week to be able to get back to the races, scene of a crime, so to speak. But it was a confidence-boosting win for him. He had pulled up with excuses to start before and covered ground the start before that. But I suppose you were getting sick of making excuses for number six, Mares and just thought the way he was able to win last week, and I don't think there's going to be brutal pressure here, although if it does seem to be a leader's track, there might be a few horses ridden a little bit more positively to try and take advantage of that. I put five ahead of six, Aramco, who looks the obvious danger, ran well first up, or strip fitter, and can. I think... Probably get into a spot where it gets into a stalking position, maybe in the, the second pair just behind the speed. Diplomac Jack, the one I said that I think capable of improving, didn't really get much luck behind a, a promising horse in Carazio who might be starting to deliver last start. And nine think I'm famous on the fresh side here at this trip. I put in as next best.
2: Five, six, one, nine. Five, six, one, and nine. So, uh, where do we go for the better bets today?
1: Look, I think Taliqua can, can be the best. And if we, we're patient, we might get a better price than around about the even money. But I'm not disappointed with that price. I think on what she's capable of doing, I think that's a, a fair price for a horse that's very effective first up and has trialled up well to resume. Value for me, Raid Mace 5, number one, Miss Keeler, who gets that little rise in distance second up, hopefully can settle that a little bit closer. Wide in the first leg of the quaddy with numbers one, nine, seven, eleven, 11 and 10 taking four, seven, and six in the second leg, numbers five, seven, and eight in the third leg, coming home with numbers five, six, and one. I'm gonna play an early quaddy as the player today in the first four races, taking numbers six, four, and one in the first leg, nine, 10, and three in the second, numbers 11, nine, and two in the third leg. Race four, the last leg of the early quaddy, taking numbers two, 14, and 16.
2: Excellent um, Have you done much of the early um, form for Ballarat on the weekend?
1: I haven't yet, Michael I'm on course, or not on course, in the studio for a meeting at Maui tomorrow for racing.com So I've been spending the morning ploughing through the form for Maui and this afternoon I'll turn my attention to, to Ballarat and unfortunately we're going to be on weather watch there, mm. aren't we, with the, the amount of rain forecast. But looking forward to getting my teeth stuck into the Ballarat meeting later
2: today. Excellent, Warren. Uh, good luck today with all of your punting. Thanks, Michael. Warren Huntley giving us all the good mail for today's Geelong meeting.